0: Hey, yo, what up? What's happening? What's going on? What is going down? All right. So, normally in this part of the show, I'm stumbling through the dark looking for a lifeline, as I'm sure you're aware, unless you skip this part of the show, in which case, sit down. I'll sort you out later. But uh, not today, not today, because we have some business that we must attend to in this part of the show, known as the intro, I believe they call it. Anyway, I'm, I'm being stupid. Seriously though, uh, we are going to be moving to once a week for the foreseeable future. There are many different reasons for this. um, Most of which is that I'm moving, Meech is looking to move. It's just there's lots on right now and we don't have the time. To dedicate to two shows a weekend and really make them quality shows. So we've decided to dial it back to once a week. And yeah, you know, it is it is what it is. But I do think it's actually worked out in favor for this uh, show. At least this particular week. Because it is chocked full of sports talk. Packed to the brim. To the brim with sports. So, without further adieu, as I am known to say. Let's get, oh wait. Mortal Kombat is dope. If you like Blood and Guts, it's awesome. Go watch it. All right, let's start the show. All right, welcome to this episode of Stone Sports. I am Burke. With me, as always, I have Dubs. Say hey, what up, Dubs? What Boots? Yeah. And hey, Meech. What up, Meech?
1: All right, Still boys. no
2: nicknames. I see
1: no, no nicknames, no, nicknames. yeah, real slacking on the nickname game over here, bro. Yeah, I get a
2: little bit of anticipation every single time we start, and then I just,
1: yeah, a little bit of me dies inside every time.
2: Deflating Ow. is what it yeah. is.
1: Yeah. Ow, I'm in all the midst Brady of a move, this bitch. Oh, aren't hot? Yeah, start out real
0: hot. All right, hit me with an oof, Dubs, and then we'll move through. All right,
2: oof of the week is back. So we've got a woman in Poland. She called animal control over a mysterious animal hanging from a tree in her yard. It was there for a couple of days. Animal control climbed up the tree. They retrieved the animal in question, which turned out to be drum roll, please, boys. A
1: croissant.
0: (laughs) I was totally expecting, like, a small human, a dwarf, maybe.
1: (laughs) Why was I thinking that a human was going to be the answer to that, too? Yeah. There's a guy (laughs) hanging in the tree, like, from his feet, just just
0: just watching at her window. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a croissant. Oh, okay. I guess it. uh... Like the bread? Like croissant? Yeah, like a croissant. A croissant? A croissant, yeah. Croissant. I, I guess it's a chill job to be a cop in Poland. Probably it's not. It's a fucking animal control. way to fucking. Animal control. Oh, right. Well, they're animal control. I feel like that's chill everywhere. Like, you're just chilling. Except yeah. for Pawnee.
1: <laughs> Rabbit raccoon.
2: <racket. laughs> <laughs> Except uh, Wichita, Kansas in like the 70s. Oh, no.
1: 70s. <laughs>
0: oh, no. Uh, we're not going down the BTK road. I could talk about him for like four hours. That dude terrifies the shit out of me. Actually, we could. T- I got one thing to say. There was a guy who worked, when I worked at the University of Richmond, there was a guy who worked there who looked exactly like Dennis Rader. Like, exactly like him. If I showed you a photo of the guy, I'd be like, who's that? You'd say, oh, it's Dennis Rader. Nope, that's the guy who worked with me. Unfortunate for him. I, I'm Seems surprised good. you didn't use the oof that I sent you the other day. Yeah, I would have, but it was from 2016. But
2: yeah, yeah, shout out to that man. Florida man threw an alligator through a drive through window and was arrested
0: with assault with a deadly weapon. You used a gator as a deadly that's weapon. That's not wrong. That's it's not, not wrong, wrong at all. If you throw an alligator amazing. into
2: a confined space with somebody that should a thousand percent count as a deadly weapon, and yeah. I'm glad it did.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Even in a backwards
2: ass place like Florida was like, nope, deadly weapon.
1: Yeah. yeah. We did use that. We would just have to start calling the segment "alligator of the week."
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a hundred percent true. That's so true. I was actually talking to my dad about it, and I was like, "Man, fuck Florida," and he. You know, he said, no, nah, I like Florida. And I just proceeded to lay out all the information. And after about 15 minutes, I had him on my side. He was like, yeah, you're right. Fuck that place. <laughs> <laughs> the allegory. Well, it's Greek. also
1: right after winter for you guys. So, like, I feel like that's a That's a vulnerable time for you. you people yeah. In the Northeast, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Let's talk I mean, about some baseball. 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 Are you
1: ready for some baseball? It doesn't work as well. Uh, I don't really have anything for baseball. Dodger's Padre series continues to be entertaining. Uh, Tatis started to hit again, but I really want to just bean him. Um, And I'm for the let the kids play thing. It's not even that he's celebrating. Oh, spider. Oh, fuck. I just fucking hate him. And he's obviously way too comfortable at the plate against us. Make him a little better. he really
0: yeah i think there really is a spider (laughs) i got it i got it i hope that stays in Um, oh it's uh, staying in baby Ah! it's staying in
1: (laughs) 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 jesus christ uh (sighs) so anyway just to just to make him a little bit more uncomfortable at the plate i feel like we should beat him because i just can't stand that fucker the game started at 4.08, though, so I don't know how it's going right now. But it's it's continued to be an entertaining series.
2: Uh, Jacob DeGrom for yeah. Birdies. Matt's had yeah. a
0: fucking nasty outing the other day. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, DeGrom and like Alonso are the only ones that seem to be really... Well, that's not true. I'll a lot gonna... of the pitching is going well, but as far as the offense goes, it's just like it's Alonso all the way, really. I'll Lindor's get back to DeGrom.
2: Couple... I'll get back to DeGrom in a second. But speaking of Alonzo, why do you guys hit him second in the order?
0: Dude, don't ask me any questions about the offense because a couple weeks ago, <laughs> Meech and I were playing. It probably wasn't even a couple weeks ago. It was, uh, you know, some time ago. Meech and I were playing NHL at like 3 in the morning here, you know, my time. And he was asking me, like, what's going on with the offense? And I just started screaming, I don't fucking know because I don't know. Because I, I just don't understand. They've had
1: one of the best rotations in baseball for like 10 years now. Honestly, they have had great rotations. Just class, like Mats, who they finally traded, has been their third or fourth starter every year. And that's that's fantastic. Um, but for some reason, they just can't get offense ever. <laughs> uh, I mean, there is a theory, though, a law among a lot of MLB managers that you bat your best hitter second because it gives them more at-bats. Trout's always batted second Christian Yelich bats second usually I've um, heard that
2: too Meach. but that's like if I were the Mets I would have Lindor hitting third with that adage and I like I just yeah a power hitter like Alonzo you want to get as many people on base for him as possible I get yeah. the at-bats thing but with that guy specifically like he should be batting third or cleanup.
1: Yeah, but here, you're missing the point. Right. People don't get on base in front of him anyway, so it doesn't right. really matter. exactly. Yeah, that's
0: fair. Yeah, right. that's the that's issue. Fair. When you have no offense, I guess you got to try to get him in as many times as possible. But yeah, I don't know. DeGrom is um killing DeGrom's it. DeGrom's nasty.
2: How many people on the road did he retire? Like 20, 21? I, I don't even know. I don't even know.
0: It was a shitload. But I saw someone recently say that it was like a couple years ago, he was throwing like 93 and now he's throwing like 97. It's like, it's getting faster. He usually it goes the other way. Yeah, exactly. He's a freak of fucking nature, dude. Love that guy. Love him.
1: little really young, right? Like, he can't be that old.
0: No, but it's just weird that like, he's getting older and it's- He's older than you think, but- And it's getting faster. You know what I mean? He's
1: definitely still like in his prime. Yeah, and for sure. 32. You're right. That yeah. doesn't usually happen. Yeah, I thought he was younger than that. I thought he was like twenty seven, twenty eight. No, no. Yeah, it's I thought
2: weird. that uh, like a couple of years last year, maybe. I was like, oh, he's older than I fucking thought
0: he was. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. Good for him. As Christopher Walken would say. Um, NL
2: East. Stick it on them for a second here. Every team in the NL East has a losing record except for the Mets currently.
1: Yeah, but that's partially because they're all beaten right. up on each other. I mean, that's just, you could argue that's the most competitive division in football
2: baseball and we said that we did say that in our preview you know what happened
1: there i was making a parallel to the uh nfc west i know exactly what happened in your and so i was like making a parallel in my head (laughs) and then i didn't like verbalize it correctly (laughs) i was gonna talk about how like the 49ers almost made the playoffs with like the most injuries ever um right even in that division um but yeah no so yeah no they (laughs) <laughs> the nl east is one of the it's it's probably the best division in baseball honestly yeah. and so you're gonna have that because there's no there's no nights off i feel like you're just killing each other it's a slaughter
2: it's a slog mad that out um oakland a's stretch their win streak to 13 games that is the the longest winning streak in the MLB since 2017 what team
1: had that winning streak no idea
0: since
1: 2017 you said yep 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 Dodgers Cleveland oh fuck I was damn it I was almost (laughs) going to say Cleveland god damn it and then i was like no 2017 was a really good year for the dodgers it might have been them damn it okay i'm really mad at myself because i was was about to say indians i was about to say cleveland indians god damn it go with the gut bro go with the gut (laughs) you
2: can say cleveland i words anymore (laughs) yeah i mean
1: they are this season so you
2: can that's true Get They're them in changing while you're next season. Get them in while you can. Exactly. But yeah, the Oakland A's are fucking killing it. Extended. Yeah, they started three. off
1: one and seven, right?
2: Yep. And they've absolutely flipped it around. Uh Bob Melvin's one of the longest tenured managers there. A's have a lot of talent. Uh back to our preview from the uh spring training. We picked the A's to win the NL West. So it's good to see no. them starting to
1: AL West.
2: Oh, pulled them each.
1: Yeah, we're all just... Well, yeah, we're we're all just effed up with divisions right now.
2: Blame it on the ganja. But yeah, good to see them starting to figure it out and put some wins together and look like the team that we expected them to be.
1: Yeah, I mean, and they always find a way. It seems like every year they're at the, the top of that years. division. Yep. Despite having no payroll.
2: <laughs> yep. Well-run organization, that is. Yeah. Um onto some injuries here Anthony Rendon Mike Trout and Yadier Molina all expected to return within the next couple of days possibly by the time this podcast comes out so good to see some stars coming back to the league from injury and some more negative news Christian Yellow tried to get an MRI and we have no results back on that at this time but I feel for the guy because he can't seem to stay fucking healthy since that breakout season he had.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then being healthy is a problem around the league. I mean, I have on my fantasy team three IL spots. Full. I currently have Constantly four people. Full. I have four people on my bench that are injured that I can't put in injured spots because there's just that many. Like, yep. so many people.
2: That's it's always a battle. In the MLB with that stuff because you get people out for you know three four days at a time because there's yeah, so many games and you miss like a couple games in a row just for the smallest thing.
1: It's better now that they have the 10 day deal because yeah, before sure. that you had to pop them on the 15, 15 day deal and that's that's essentially three series or the better part of three series, so that's that's a pretty big miss. The so 10 if day deal part of the been,
2: season, it could be four,
1: yeah. To fucking,
2: you know, 12 to 15 games there. Right. But yeah, the 10 day DL is definitely cut down on that and helped it.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: Uh, Meach's boy, Bruce Bochi, asked uh, if he could possibly return to coaching, left the door wide the fuck open, like Brad, my boy Brad did a couple weeks ago. Just left that door wide the fuck open. So, I mean, I feel like he kind of got
1: ushered out in San Fran. Uh, seemed that way because he was part of the last regime and they basically gutted everything
2: uh, and he was rumored to go to a couple places in the offseason this year
1: that never ended up coming to fruition i mean unfortunately i have to admit that he's a great manager yeah um i hate him yeah. but uh not a shocker there um and it, I mean, after it would be interesting. I mean, uh, La Russa looks to be working out um, in, Chi- in Chicago. Uh, you know, Bro, She's up there, but I, I still think he can manage games. I mean, he just, none of those teams he took to the World Series were the best team that year. None of them. Uh, two of them were wild card berths. So, I mean, that's why they changed the wild card rule. He's a good manager. Uh, he can put talent together and even in San Diego he was he was recognized as a decent manager back when they weren't spending money really so pretty good manager um, and that wouldn't shock me if he finds a place somewhere 100 agree
2: Um, last thing I had for MLB here's a quick little contenders or pretenders I saw an article on MLB.com and I thought that's way too early to you know figure that out for a team but I was curious your thoughts. The teams they picked were the Red Sox, Royals, A's, Giants, and Mariners. I was curious if you think any of those teams, specifically Major, Spurdy to too. If anybody, if anyone from that list could be a contender down the line this Is it season. Red Sox, Red Sox, Royals, A's, Giants, Mariners. We can start with the Red Sox if you want
1: they've they've surprised i'm just gonna yeah. do a preamble to this yeah but basically when we've seen it with the a's it's such a long season and such it's so season. hard to do weekly updates or anything like that on, on divisions i mean we've seen it the dodgers started out really well uh they they've had trouble the last couple series uh we saw it with the a's they started out one and seven then they're on a 13 game win streak the baseball season is just a different monster because of the length of it that being said, um, I mean, I think the Red Sox are going to be more competitive than they thought, than I thought they were going to. Um, yeah, that's how I will feel. S- we will see. Said it. And I told this to double, even when they were on that winning streak that they were on. We'll see if the pitching lasts, because that was yeah. my concern. My concern that's was the not biggest. their offense. Um
2: that's the biggest so, concern and the biggest question mark. And right. And it's that been is able to keep up. And if sale is able to come back and add to that pitching rotation and be Chris sale, like we talked about with Steve, that's going to be, you know, the X factor if we can be a contender or not.
1: But right. I mean, I do think. With you, Meech. Yeah, I do think they are for real. Um, I just think that they might run into problems later in the year with their pitching because it's just not that deep. And that's the name of the game. Also, this is our first podcast since
2: I went to the game.
1: Fucking awesome.
2: Glad to be back. Garrett Richards is a fucking trash can.
1: Yeah, I don't know why you guys were so picked to quit. Like, I I felt like there was a lot of hubbub about him, and I don't necessarily know why. We've given him $10 million to have a
2: fucking half-grown-in mustache and throw fucking 75 balls an outing. He's... Garbage
1: and give up at least like three or four runs. I mean, he that's and that's on the low end. I feel like for him, low end, he, yeah, he has not on looked, his
2: best day.
1: <laughs> he hasn't looked good since he was an angel. I mean, honestly, he and an, an angel. early angel, he, he was an angel. He had that season ending injury, he was a free agent after that, and he just has not looked the same. Nope. I have uh, but, something
0: to say, yeah. I think half grown mustache. Would be a great title for a podcast if this wasn't called Stone Sports. Half Grown Mustache is a great name for a sports podcast. All right, I'm done.
1: We could also talk about that as the name of the episode. But yeah, like a beard trimming podcast <laughs> or something. Like a beard maintenance podcast. I was just saying, like
0: you just have a sports podcast you just call it Half Grown Mustache. It doesn't it doesn't mean anything. You know, it's completely irrelevant.
1: Show pictures of like Garrett Richards and Austin Matthews. Yeah, yeah, oh. absolutely. Yep. Body bag. <laughs> yeah, so so the Red Sox just to circle back. <laughs> just to circle back around. The Red Sox uh could be a threat. I still don't think they're winning the division. They might lock up the wild card, which is better than I thought they would do, but it all is very dependent on that pitching. Can they sustain it? Um the Royals. I haven't watched a ton of Royals this year, and I usually am a fan of the Royals. Um, like, I root for them, kind of, because I love their stadium. Um, yep. But I think they have a g- lot of good young talent, and it's, it, it's not a winnable division because you have the White Sox that are juggernauts. Um, the, twins the Twins are, are perennially are
2: still, good at this point.
1: Yeah, the, the Twins are, are still solid. good. Uh, but the Royals... Once again, with the, the not the best team, when they won the World Series, they weren't the best team. When they went to the World Series, they weren't the best team. That's true. If they can gel together with this young core, mix in some of those veterans that they have, they have a shot. Um, they, they could be it, um, but it's going to be a, a pretty big task to beat the White Sox uh, and the Twins.
2: To me, they're a team that's still a few years out and they're overperforming right now, but it's good to see and you're going to get a good assessment of the young talent you have and talent that's expendable and what you need to work on in the next couple of years to make that team a contender.
1: Yeah. And their GM is known. Dayton Moore is known. He came from the Braves. He's known for developing a farm system. And you are seeing that he's been there for, I think, three years, maybe a little bit more. So you're starting to see the fruits of his labor, all of his draft picks, all that stuff come into the majors. And that's that's the key in baseball. Drafting well. Developing young talent and bringing them up to the major league level. So I don't think they're. I think they're kind of a pretender. I don't want to say that, but I yeah. don't think they're as good as they 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 are showing that they are right now.
2: For the sake of this segment, they're pretenders, but we gave them their due credit there for sure. If you're listening yeah. to it, you heard that first part there. We gave them their their due. The A's we just talked about before that. I, it seems like we're all pretty much on the side that they are contenders. They are a good team as we talked about before uh, and then from there we got Meech's Giants, who I personally I, I think are pretenders they've started out hot I think it's the same kind of situation that you just stated with the Royals not in the same sense that like their past but just currently it's a stacked division and you're gonna have to overcome the Dodgers and it's looking like you're going to have to overcome the Padres and I don't know if they have the talent right now to do that.
1: Yeah, um I mean Arizona's in in pretty full rebuild and so you're is right. Colorado. Right. So they are the third team really but but like you said those two teams are two of the best teams of baseball, they are going to have to overcome that. And there's no way they're going to right now. I would say they are pretenders because I don't even think that now, and we will see with them, they are earlier on that rebuild schedule than the Royals are for sure. Because Farhan just Farhan Zaidi, uh, our old GM just took over Farhan. for them as their president of operations. Um, and so we'll see what he does there. I will say that since he's left, I have liked Friedman as the GM so much better. Uh, but that being said, he is good at finding people. Um, he also came from the A's before that, so he has he has that pedigree where he can find talent in the minors, bring it up. I still say they're pretenders because they're they're about two to three years off. I feel like from even fielding a team, really
2: agreed. Also, they have
1: all of those contracts, all of the big contracts that are kind of have been kind of weighing them down that are older stars for them. So like Johnny Cueto, Buster Posey, Brandon Crawford, all of those contracts fall off at the end of the year. So we'll see what they do. They could move that up and, and they have some young talent around them. But I still think they're two to three years off.
2: Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, the last team I had on there was the Mariners I think again it's sort of a similar situation to the Royals they have a lot of young talent up right now I still think they're a couple of years away from competing but again like I said with the Royals you're going to get a good assessment of what you have and what you
1: still need Well and that division in as a whole is is kind of tough to judge this year because uh, the Angels the... have
2: sort of overperformed too
1: the Angels have come out and actually looked decent, whether Otani can stay healthy, um, whether they can continue to have the pitching that they've had. They've had better pitching than they usually have, which is different for them. They usually cannot find pitching. Big plus. Yeah, so that will be an interesting division, uh, and we'll, where will the wild card come out of in the AL? Uh, yeah so we'll see the two wild cards where will two of them come out of usually one comes out of the al east we'll see if another one comes out of the al west or not
2: good fucking baseball segment boys i think we can wrap it up there and come into some basketball
1: oh yeah oh yeah
2: all right so we'll start off with steph curry still hot just absolutely fucking killing it right now we talked about that on last show. He on another planet, unconscious. But he says he believes he is the MVP. Quote, I have to be at this point. So he believes I mean... he's done enough to do to lock up the MVP, but I we've talked about it before. They give it to basically the best player on the best team and the Warriors were not the best team.
1: Well, we'll see. We'll see. It, it's kind of in a year where anything could happen, I feel like. I feel like there is some fatigue on Giannis. Um, so I don't know if he's going to get it this year. Um, your perennial candidates, LBJ, James Harden, have kind of fallen back due to injury. Um, you have Embiid and the Joker, or will that have compelling cases? You also the have the thing Aime. with
2: Jokic, too, Meach, is now that um, Jamal Murray's gone for the rest of the season, Jokic is. Uh, workload. It is gonna go way up. Stats could inflate because of that, and could get more MVP looks. His odds actually lowered. They went from around two eighty to three sixty after the Murray injury. Minus. Yeah,
1: <clears throat> yeah. I mean, and so it will be interesting in a year that has been um a little weird as far as MVP conversations go. I definitely think Curry's in the running. I think it would be pretty hard to not give it to Joker after the Mitchell injury. And if they stay like fourth or fifth seed, uh, I feel like you could argue that he is the most valuable player in the league because he's literally wheeled his team into the playoffs in a high seed without his second weapon, that team's second weapon. Yeah, that's a good point. So, I mean, it, it could go to Curry, and we'll see what happens if Curry gets the Warriors in the playoffs too. I don't know where they stand right now. Um, but but that's what I'm saying. It could happen this year. I mean, this is the year where I, you're not going to get the usual list of candidates.
2: Yeah, like you said, uh, Harden and LeBron fell back for injury. Talk about Jokic, Curry, and Embiid. And it's essentially a three-man race right now because Portland's sort of fallen back as well. Jokic, like yeah I said, and
1: i just favorite. kind of want him to win one like for i do
2: me, too i do know, too for him i'm with you um genie buss lakers owner named her top five most influential lakers most important lakers sorry and she got a little bit of a flack for it number one kobe no one disagreed with that kareem magic lebron and phil jackson people were pretty pissed that she left Jerry West off because he was a career Laker and is, of course, the logo for the NBA.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's a no-win, I think, I, honestly. Yeah, there's been so—I mean, it's like— that's like saying the top five of the Celtics. Like, it's just so hard. They've had such a dominant franchise illustrious run. Illustrious mean, history. Exactly. Yeah, well put. They've had such an illustrious history. They've had so many good players— it's pretty hard to nail, nail that down. Um, it's it's a little weird that Jerry West is excluded from that list um, yeah. and that LeBron's on it. Um, Just because of the short tenure, he
2: won. I mean, obviously won a championship and brought 17 there, but he brought there.
1: relevance back to the team and he gave the team back to Jeannie Bus because part of the whole thing was Jeannie ceded control to her brother. Right. Uh, in the years after her father died absent them making the playoffs either either making the playoffs or winning a championship i believe it was winning a championship um and that just didn't happen so he is pretty impactful when you look at it that way it's pretty hard given his tenure to to put him up there though
2: yeah i'd agree with that and and again uh west isn't just like a career laker that was just around for 15 20 years he's the logo of the, the oh he league. was also their gm
1: for <laughs> right like he's 10 15 a years huge I part
2: of the lakers
1: and mentored mitch Kupchak, their other gm for 20 years so i mean yeah i mean Jerry west is pretty impactful when you mention the lakers i feel like that's a pretty hard list to leave him off of um
2: moving on from that zion williamson became the fastest player to reach 2000 points since michael jordan so by the way Jeannie bus is also stands.
1: sorry go ahead I, i'm sorry i just want to wrap it up Jeannie bus is also a boss uh she is a badass woman dude and she usually has something in mind when she's saying something so i'm sure she thought about what she was saying i'm sure what she said had some kind of Reasoning movement or reasoning in it. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't I just clickbait. Is... Exactly. She right. sh- I'm sure she said that for a reason. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt you. I was just thinking back You're on good, that.
2: Bro. way to wrap it up.
1: This should be a lesson to
2: everyone. Make sure you wrap it up.
1: Double wrap it. Don't don't do that. don't,
2: don't <laughs> do that. That's just a waste of money. <sighs>
0: No, nah, man, you Zion. just go to Planned Parenthood and steal all the condoms. Pro tip.
1: Then start throwing them like you have so much money. Just like You just condoms. print print
0: wolf.com on them and you drop them from a helicopter. over a break. Condoms. It's Wolf. It's Ry, the Wolf guy.
2: He's throwing condoms and money. Oh, my God. What is he throwing? He's throwing condoms. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Ry. Thanks, Ry from Wolf.
0: All right, let's get it back on track.
2: Zion, fastest player to reach 2,000 points since Michael Jordan. Just a stat that the uh, Zion stands can cling on to when they are trying to,
0: you know, claim him to be the... Do the mental gymnastics.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I'm not hating on Zion. I like Zion. I think it's going to be
1: great already has been given the expectations he has been great yeah. and i'm not even a zion guy like just looking at him i'm just like what but you can't argue against the numbers he's putting up there he's killing it man
2: and to wrap up the nba here we're gonna go a sad note two deaths in the nba world this week scotty pippen's oldest son and terrence clark NBA draft prospect from Worcester Massachusetts very close to my hometown Celtics were expected to take him with one of their second round picks uh there's a lot of talk that that might still happen just to honor him so
0: RIP to those two and T's and P's T's and P's RIP a lot of abbreviations there in that minute all right so uh hockey hockey took all right, so before we get into the you know sort of bigger stories of the day, figure we'll talk some injuries, boys. boys. We'll figure we'll talk some injuries. One of them is actually kind of a big story, but we'll get to that. So there's a few injuries, and you know the NHL is staying. What's the phrase I'm looking for? It's relevant. Yeah, well, it's typical <laughs> NHL season, and I think you know, he you means to the last, on the lowdown. You, the last two weeks, you get a lot of injuries. You know, just. It's the way it works. So Cassian for the Oilers is week to week. Didn't really say what the injury was, but the coach said he saw him and he was fine. So he's week to week. Probably means he'll be back in a couple games. You know, who knows what the injury is. Uh, Zach Bogosian, though, is out for the Leafs for four weeks with a shoulder injury. And he's a defenseman. Which is something I feel personally in watching the Leafs that they can't really afford to lose. Like on offense, they're fucking pretty locked up, pretty lock solid, but it seems like they're lock solid. I think the term is rock solid. Okay.
2: They're pretty uh, lock solid. They're pretty Jeff.
0: fucking lock solid. But <laughs> goaltending seems to be wishy washy with them, which, you know, as we've talked about, may just be part of the grueling hockey season. Could also be a, you know symptomatic of a larger issue. But I feel like if your goalie situation is like that, losing defensemen is not what you need. Because as we all know, defensemen make a goalie's job easier. So we'll see how that affects the Leafs uh, going into the playoffs. But here's the big injury. Ovechkin is out. He has a lower body injury. No info on the time frame. It could be a short-term injury. Sometimes lower body injuries are just, you know, groin strains or some sort of strain and it's like a few games and they're back in. But it could be a bigger problem, which is a big problem for the Capitals because
1: yeah, cuz they can't really afford to lose any pieces on us.
0: No, exactly. They can't, especially with their goaltending situation being what it is, you know, much like the Leafs, it's not solid and they need well, it and- to be solid.
1: The Leafs have been a lot more consistent as far yeah. as scoring. The Capitals are, have for been sure. really con- inconsistent as far as scoring, you know, a certain amount every night, I feel like. So I don't know that they can stand to lose him for very long, especially in the heat of that race.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you because our division is a race right now. It, everyone is real tight in, and it's, it's going to be really interesting in the next week to see what the but final pl- placement really is.
2: When you lose a player of that caliber, regardless if you're in a playoff race or not, it's going to throw off the team a little bit.
0: Right. Especially considering the trade they just made. You know, now Manta is, is working out for him. He scored some points, but you lost two guys who could have potentially picked up that slack.
1: Yeah. Vrana, I mean, is, Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, he is what he is. Oh, a Goddamn fucking monster. beast. Yeah. He's a fucking monster. So we'll see how that affects the capitals as well, but you know, again, no info on it as is the NHL, you know, motto, I guess. But not staying true to type, the Flyers have actually been very transparent about the Ghost Bear, who I think I don't know about Meech, but I know Dubs and I are Ghost Bear fans. Big Ghost Bear guy. Yeah, like the, the guy. What
1: the hell
0: is a Ghost Bear? Ghost Bear. They call him the Ghost Bear. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was like, is this some myth or something? With like, <laughs> like, i thought yeah. like, it's like the New Jersey Devil on. or
0: the Mothman or something. <laughs> the Ghost Bear sounds like a wrestler.
2: Ghost the Bear New sounds Jersey like a The Jersey Devil is not a man. The Jersey Devil is.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're New right.
2: New Jersey Devil is a a hockey team. There's a bunch of them.
0: Yeah. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> So, anyway, he's out uh, 7 to 10 days with an MCL injury. So, Ooh. it's a, it's just a strain. It's not – it's just a sprain. It's not a big – he doesn't have to get surgery or anything. It's, like I said, 7 to 10 days. But, you know, they can't afford that. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. They're out of the playoffs. I just
1: don't like ACL, MCL, No,
0: anything. absolutely not.
1: Because they could lead to something far, far worse. Oh, yeah.
0: They're, they can be <laughs> career-ending things for sure for i mean sure. i don't know
1: about career ending in well they can the lead to world, things but they, they'll can... lead, they'll they'll miss you'll miss a season
0: right i mean it's not necessarily career ending but it can definitely affect the quality of a player if if right. it gets bad enough you know they'll never be what they were before so that stuff always worries me personally but yeah that's that's the injury report for the week uh you know some not so bad things and some potentially devastating things. We shall see. And we could talk about the teams that clinched the playoffs, of which there are three, I believe, and they're all Correct. in the West, all in they're the all same division. division. Yeah. yeah. It's the Wild and the Knights, and who's the third team? Colorado. Colorado. Yep. Yeah, Colorado. So yeah, I mean, I saw that coming a mile away, especially for Vegas because they have just been destroying it all season long. It's all yeah, they've been well doing.
1: In Colorado has not been great lately, but uh, we've talked about it. They built up they such were a on lead,
0: that huge street. and there's yeah.
1: so many basement dwellers in the West that, uh,
0: yeah,
2: could beat up on a few of them. Which is yeah. why there's three people clinched in the same division. But the oh, I'm sorry. Lost what I was gonna say. Maybe something about the wild. No, it was the knights. I remembered. Uh huh. We were talking about the knights at the beginning of the season, talking about if they could keep it up, and they have. They've kept it up all season long. Yeah, They've been dominant, and they look like a contender for the cup.
0: They've got a very complete roster, as they say in the sports yeah. world. It's really um, probably. Well
1: the best goaltending duo in the nhl right now honestly that's yeah it, it definitely yeah, sure.
0: definitely i agree with you i wouldn't say they are i don't think you can say like firmly the top pair but they're definitely in that conversation above a lot of others um we can talk about yandel and his record that is continuing to uh what's the word i'm looking for help me out here dubs I'm, i need a lifeline what's the word i'm looking for yeah. soldier on yes there you go thank you yes yeah how many games is it now it's gotta uh, 815. be a, a fuck ton. yeah that's ridiculous
2: 815 straight games for keith yandel he's about 60 away from breaking the record he has now the second longest iron man streak of all time in the nhl Wait,
1: yeah does Marlowe have the other one doesn't Marlowe hold an iron man streak
2: Marlowe currently has an Iron Man streak, yeah. but it's less than Yandel's. Marlowe had two Iron Man streaks though.
0: Yeah, he's got one for like most games played, right? Yeah, but he also has
2: like two wicked long Iron Man streaks. He's currently on one and he had one.
0: I like Patrick Marlowe. I-, I I like that guy.
2: Which I think was where Meech was getting that from because right. Yandel, I believe, broke Marlowe's Uh, first one the record for that of a couple months ago last month maybe
0: yeah it was some time ago that's really all i have for hockey uh i'm sure dubs you have some things you want to talk about maybe Meach has a few things he'd like to pepper in there
2: uh yeah i was gonna talk about there's a couple for uh the nhl's schedule change
0: are you okay do you have to sneeze hold on
1: He's going to go clear his house with a fucking knife. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: it sounded oh, like I he had it.
0: to sneeze. You know that thing people do with their
1: voice when they're like... I thought he was reaching for notes.
0: No. Reaching for notes. That's that's a good memoir title.
1: <laughs> reaching for notes. The Stone reaching Sports story. The
2: Stone Sports memoir.
1: Doubles. Um, oh, no, they got...
0: Talking about changing <laughs> some schedule.
1: hold on that was a good joke get the body back <laughs> all right all
0: right go ahead dub sorry man
2: uh they're talking about changing up some things for the schedule next season uh said two options proposed the first one um home and home with opposing conference they play 32 games uh three games versus other division other teams in division in conference uh, equal out to 24 games and the remaining 26 games of the schedule would be within the division so four versus five teams and then three versus other two
0: Hmm. i don't know i i don't know you know i actually really kind of like the way it's played out this season i think it's kind of quick but you know
2: the second option is basically this season
0: right right i i don't know i i guess it depends on the lay of the land We'll see, you know, but that could be interesting. That could, that could work. I can see that working. It would be nice to be able to get looks at other teams too, you know, like, cause the casual fan is really only watching their team. So you don't see what's happening in the West a lot. So that, that could be good if they have to, you know, still maintain some sort of COVID protocol stuff here, but hopefully it'll be over by then. Let's hope and pray. Side note, Bernie. Yeah. Uh did
2: you hear Conway the Machines album?
0: No, uh, I did not. It's really gotta be good. fire. Uh, of course it is, bro. Yeah. That dude is a beast. He's the machine.
1: Fucking love that guy.
2: Real good. But anyway, that was all I had for NHL. unless Meach had anything left.
1: Nah, I've stopped gambling, so I've kind I of stopped gambling. Uh, but I'm I'm guessing as soon as the playoffs are back in full swing, uh, we've said it before the playoffs in the NHL are just the best. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought about, just we could talk about, you know,
0: what we thought that was going to look like, but I've always kind of been maintaining a viewpoint that I personally can't call it until the first round has started. Because like we've said before, once the playoffs start, it's anyone's game. So, it's hard to call it outside the playoffs, but once they start, you can get, you know, kind of an idea. Like a couple of years ago, when the Blues did their thing, I texted my buddy in the first round. I was like, Blues are winning this year. And they won. You, like, you can just tell sometimes the team has like a fucking get up and go. You know, they look hungry. So we'll get to that eventually, but let's talk about some football. Football, football 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 uh biggest news story in football
2: this week was the uh change to the jersey number rule <laughs> which i think some people don't even really know that there was a rule for yeah that, but, they don't yeah Uh, so the nfl each position has a set of numbers that they're allowed to choose for their jersey and the change this week was they really relaxed that and opened it up. So it could be a lot more like college football where players can basically choose whatever number they want. But we ran into a couple issues with that. Tom Brady criticized it. Uh, his complaints really were pretty dumb to me. I don't didn't think. That yeah, had much I mean,
1: I agree. I understand it. Um, as far as they do call I, out Coverages and everything right? But Brady's the best to ever play the game He's going to adapt and he's going to do it better Than any other quarterback right. exactly. Yeah <laughs> far. But the
2: uh, Second issue That people ran into this week Dalvin Cook tried to change his number uh, He wore four in high school And college so he tried to go back to four And it would have cost him 1.5 million dollars To buy out the stock of the all of the current jerseys made with the number that he currently has which oh. is 32 so he would have had to buy 1.5 million dollars worth of jerseys before he could switch to his new number so they
1: could make new jerseys yeah That's but that ridiculous. that rule that rule only lasts a year so basically the rule is from the NHL and, and we've seen it on like fanatics NFL. websites. Whenever you go to buy a Jersey, they have the Jersey guarantee. It's basically clearing out the rest of that stock. If you move right. or switch teams or anything. Um, And so they have to wait a year and then they can change their number without worrying about it because the NFL depletes the stock of the Jersey and then you're good. But um, do you say, yeah, I mean, it, go ahead. Sorry, Meech. I was just going to say it would be interesting to see. I don't think it's that big of a deal, honestly. And apparently these were changes made because the Chiefs were running out of numbers is what they said.
0: Right. Yeah, that's – do you think it has anything to do with, like, retiring numbers and shit? Because I know, like, the Yankees kind of have a bit of an issue with that because they retire everybody's fucking number. So, yeah, I mean, that's –
2: Football really doesn't do it much.
0: I know. I know. That's why I didn't know if there was like maybe a certain team that's a little like retire number happy.
1: The chiefs requested the number, but all of the longer franchises in the NFL are going to run in this problem soon. If they haven't already, yeah. I'm sure Pittsburgh right. has a problem with this. They've had hall of fame team. I mean, their whole defense was right. inducted, right. which means half of the numbers that are available are no longer available. So like, right. It makes sense that you would want to do this. Um, the other thing, which I don't, I don't know how you guys feel about this or not, but like is retiring a Jersey number really that big of a deal?
0: No, I'm so glad you brought this up because I wanted to to bring it up as well. I think some teams are a little too happy with it. I don't like, I get it if it's a player who changed the game, you know, so or the like was with your team for 15 years and Basically, made them relevant. I get it. But some teams, it's just like, why are you retiring this fucking guy's number?
1: Yeah, and we've so, seen an explosion within like the Ring of Honors lately, right? As right. well, which isn't Hall of Fame, but the team itself is deciding to retire the jersey, which is stupid.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What are you going to say, Dubs? Yeah.
2: So I think the Red Sox are like a really good example of how you should do it. And there's teams that don't do it. Well, and they get jersey retire happy, like you said. Yeah. (laughs) But there's only ten people from the Red Sox that have had their jerseys retired, not including Jackie Robinson. Right. And they've been around for fucking ever.
0: Yeah, I feel the same way about the Rangers. They've been around since like the twenties, and I think there's four or five people, maybe six. There's less than ten with a retired number.
2: In my lifetime, three people have gone in for the socks, and it was Ortiz, Boggs, and Pedro. Boggs, I can give a fuck less about, but Ortiz and Pedro, like, I went to the games where they were right. both of their jerseys, and like that. Like, to me, that's a big deal, but again, like, there's teams that wear out the
0: exactly what's the word for it. Yeah, it's like if you, they just, it's over- not as much of an honor. Exactly. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Like I said, the Rangers have been around since the 20s, and I there's definitely less than 10 people with retired numbers. In my lifetime, and that's how I think it should it's like be. three. It's like Leach, Richter, and Messier, I'm pretty sure.
2: Yeah. Or, and oh, I, think I think Henrik's
0: number two. I think they're retired. They're going to anyway. So if you're going to
2: do it like that, where team has been around for a century and they have. Yeah you know that little and i feel like that's okay to
0: avoid because you're honoring the people that deserve it exactly i agree with you but we're gonna say
1: you're i i just feel like the retired number things kind of outdated and i feel like even those retired hall of famers i feel like most of them don't care anymore (laughs) like i feel like if someone went to ortiz or poppy to, to your credit Um, Or, like, Kershaw went to Koufax and was like, hey, can I have your number? I mean, Koufax is Kershaw's mentor. So I'm guessing it would be cool to him to have his number. Right. So, like, I feel like retired numbers used to be more of a thing of respect. And I feel like we've kind of changed respect for other people. Like, if you wear that number of a franchise, like, I I feel like not anyone should be able to do it. But if it's, like... A solid member of your team a veteran member of your team that you look up to and have dealt with at least in your lifetime then you should be able to wear that number if if they're good with it like if they give that oh, i i no, you know i, I agree mean? i like agree not that's it. what
2: happened but it's like xander Bogarts were gonna go up to ortiz and be like oh, i want to wear 34 like you would be you'd be cool with it if he gave it to him that's what you're saying
1: yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying, you. and I think, like, you. I feel like Big Poppy is the kind of guy who's a mentor. Like, I mean, you saw the interactions with Mookie and him post game, and like, you saw nothing but respect and nothing like that too. And
2: he was a rookie in 2013.
1: Yeah, and so that's what I'm saying. Like, the, all those guys have, and I feel like Poppy would be cool with it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. No. For because sure. Those guys still have the ace in the hole of saying. Yeah, but we know who the real one is.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree with you. I agree with both of you. For me, it's just, it still does hold some weight if you don't overdo it, like Dub said. Right. You know, when they retire Brian Leach's number, I'm all for it because Brian Leach is Brian Leach and he changed the game. Like, to me, if they change the game, it's a different conversation, which there aren't that many players that do that. So I guess it's still the same point. I'm talking in circles here.
2: I'm in that boat, too, but I, I completely understand what you're coming from. I mean, it's not the yeah. Yankees'
1: fault. They've had so many Hall of Famers. Oh, guys.
2: they're just yeah. the best. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also, I I want to say I hate the no names on the back of jerseys. It's fucking stupid. It's fucking um, so
2: stupid, dude. It's fuck- I'm glad you
1: feel that way because that could also help. that could also help with the retired number thing. You know what I've I mean? I've
2: said that was fucking dumb since I was a
0: little kid. I was like, "Why are there no names on?" I mean, so I don't, I don't hate it, like but I, 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 totally see your point. It's, it's the worst. worst. <laughs> it's the absolute worst. It's pretty. Scary. I love. Where every are, time we? You are we? What do we say that? About? every time he's it's the worst it's the there's worst. there's just this like
2: it's the worst
0: fucking passion in it when you say it love it <laughs> i'm here for it all day yeah, it's really
2: like drag out the first O and worse yeah it's the worst it's
1: the worst, worst. It's <laughs> the worst.
0: <laughs> like if i was ever in a like the same room as Meach and we were at a party and somebody was talking to him and i just heard him go it's the worst i would just look at that person and be like you should walk away now <laughs> no, this is not gonna be good. For you. Just walk away. Yeah, and that's be that's also
1: for a sign I'm about to get into. Yeah, I was gonna say that's also the sign I'm gonna get into an argument with you yeah. and not change my opinion yeah. whatsoever. That means, that means you're a fucking clown Yeah, <laughs> you're a fucking clown.
0: <laughs> I mean, if you ever hear that, I'm if I ever hear that, I'm gonna tell the person. Don't walk away now. Run away.
1: Yeah, that's away. like me calling someone a cunt, dude. If I call you a clown, that is the biggest insult that I can ever. Call. I know,
0: which is funny because sometimes I'll call you a clown and I don't realize that you may take that way harder than I mean it. Oh, I don't care. Okay. I don't care. All right. I just, I just
2: he the knows. Way I use it because yeah, he I'll knows how he's too. intending it.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'll use it lightly, too. I just like saying clown. That guy's a clown. You know what I mean? Like, it is fun. a good. It's but, a good one. I'll use that over like cunt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: the same clown. thing with being like, oh, you're a fucking dickhead. But you mean it, you know, you mean it.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cause I can be like, oh, you're a dick. But then if I'm like, yo, you're a fucking dick. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay. It's, it's a different tone. I think we were just <laughs> only on the Jersey numbers dubs. I don't think we, we got through that. It. Yeah. We got, f- I'm just saying, I think we're past that now. Yeah. All right. Uh, Gronk,
2: Rob Gronkowski did his best David Rush impression, impression went out there and broke a Guinness world record. He caught a football from a helicopter, dropped a ball 600 feet down to Gronkowski waiting below who
1: caught the ball for a Guinness world record. All right. That's Duffy's fucking dope. There. That's dope. probably because he realized he's never going to beat any of Tony.
2: <laughs> Shut the fuck up. We're not doing this. We're not doing this right now. We've
0: already been going an hour. We're not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking dope. That's pretty baller record. I like it. I'm here for that too. God damn it, Beach! All right. Um...
1: A <laughs> oh, poll. I, I don't know. If I took a poll of everyone in the nation... Who would feel that I way? Think you're gonna I think be a lot more so surprised by the results than you think I you don't are. think I would. I think just in the Northeast, I would not Let's be surprised. Start I think everywhere else, I would A Twitter be. poll. Well, no, because his Sucking. Twitter is Boston centralized. He's going to Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Like, it's 100% that's 100% true. <laughs> I want someone that's national to do a poll that's like. Because it, it, I feel like Like, rap, like fucking Shafter or Rappaport or someone Yeah, I want someone like that To do a poll because I feel like Most people are on my side about that
2: Hey Adam Shafter, you're totally listening So
1: <laughs> <that straight> <laughs> <in>.
2: <laughs> Make it fucking snappy uh so a little bit of draft talk here before we wrap up the nfl the lions are expected to trade away the number seven pick or they're at least trying to move it as of right now and i was cute i was looking at a stat five number one overall picks since 2001 have never made a pro bowl two are joe burrow and baker mayfield who are the other three beach
1: yeah meach who are they but, so hold well on you said five five
2: no, first number one overall yep
1: five number one overall
2: picks since 2001 the 2001 Vic overall picks since then i've never made a pro bowl two are joe burrow and baker Mayfield. who are the other three
1: see and because i have a horrible memory those are the two i would have named um <laughs> let me try. i can't we oh talked about God. one last show once again and one was an eagle. i have a horrible memory one was a bird. I, I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know number one. David overall. Carr. Okay. Jamarcus Russell. Okay. Sam Bradford. You know, I'm kind of shocked Sam
2: Bradford never went to the Pro Bowl. I don't know why people remember him. I thought he sucked his entire
1: career. No, I want to say, and this, this, uh, let's see if this gets to you. He was the Kurt Cousins before there was a Kurt Cousins. Okay serviceable but he was a number one overall pick and whenever you're a number one overall pick you have loftier expectations um he was also the last of the giant contracts to first round picks yeah so he was the last of the giving what 80 million or whatever to your first he round overall pick one okay season in St
2: Louis he had a good season in Minnesota and not a- he had a decent season with the Eagles 19 touchdowns, 14 picks. Was that his best season with the Eagles? It his only season with the Eagles.
1: Oh. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh. maybe maybe people all do remember him too fondly. He's like, I feel like he's one of those people that would have been a back. He, he, people think of him as like a career backup. Yeah, But people actually might have more respect for him than that, I guess, because he got traded to the Cardinals for like... A that's lot. what I'm saying. People like overvalued him like his whole career. He blew out his knee in his fourth season and was never really good again. He <laughs> had a lot of injury things, but I feel like if he didn't have injury things, he would have been on that level of Kirk Cousins. There. Let me well, yeah, readjust probably. my my statement. I'll give there. you that. Yeah. Also, he was the first overall and first overalls are just criticized all over the place.
0: Yeah, it ruthlessly. Yeah, right. that's true.
1: For sure. Um,
2: but that was it for our core four sports there. Okay, look at those rhymes.
0: So you want now we talking. Yeah, that was dope. That was dope. Football.
2: That was dope. That was yeah, moving over across the pond here for some yeah. football.
1: Oh, me just bringing up some switches, actual switching football it up on you boys. Yeah, some football. Uh, <laughs> it sounded like fucking. Uh, what's it, the delivery guy and Big Daddy there? Football. <laughs> um,
2: Rob Schneider.
1: Yeah, Rob it, Schneider. It, it, <laughs> keep a plop on miss, <laughs> damn you you give up all the easy ones um anyway uh the european soccer league appeared super and league. then disappeared within a matter of five days the super league
0: yeah did you see what uh jurgen klopp said from liverpool
1: i did Klopster.
0: not yeah he was like i mean who wants i think it was arsenal he was like who wants to see liverpool and arsenal play each other every year <laughs> I love Jurgen Klopp, man.
1: He's the man. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, I did not see that quote, but I mean, this was well, a they're seismic in the shift. What? They, what? They're both. They're
2: both in the Premier League. Yeah, uh, they do yeah, play each yeah. other every. I know.
1: I know. Right. uh Anyway, so uh, this was a seismic shift in the way European soccer has been run. Um, it was a big, big deal. Um, and reports from like Rebecca Lowe. Um, said that it would change the whole shape of European and and specifically English football and the way the Premier League works and the money that trickles down. So it was a huge deal. 8 of the teams that were in the Super League were from the Premiership. Um they have since dropped out due to heavy pressure from their fans um who went to the headquarters of each team and protested uh pretty angrily uh, until the owners felt the pressure to drop out. And now three of the owners that are not European, three of the owners that are Americans, um, John Henry, Stan Kroenke, and the Glazer family, who all own Premier League teams, are under intense pressure to get rid of those franchises. Real pressure. Yeah, because of this max exodus and the fact that that is their sport and they don't want to see money ruin it. Um, and I thought it was pretty dope. I thought it was pretty dope that their fans were just pissed, and that even oh, yeah. as a whole realized it would Collective change the premier outrage.
0: Yeah, they don't. Right. They do not fuck around with football, man. I, I was following Liverpool for a few years, and we would go to this one pub in town that was like a football pub, and some of the people in there, like they did not fuck around, man. They do not fuck around about that game. So right, and I'm not Re- surprised. Re- Rebecca at all.
1: Lowe on the Dan Patrick show said it would change the whole, the whole dynamic that the premiership has and that, you know, this is, what well, this is people's religion. And I mean, we see it with, with our sports here too, how impactful they can be. Yeah. But we have four major sports, as you guys mentioned in transitioning from this, right. That is the one sport that rules all there. They have other yeah. sports, but that is the NFL there.
0: Basically. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think what Jurgen Klopp was really talking about is the fact that it would basically make it so that they were playing each other in the finals every year, and he was like, "Who wants to see that?" He clearly was not happy with it in the like five minute snippet of the conference that I watched. So yeah, I mean, I'm with you, Meech. I think it's really fucking crazy and kind of cool to see that like all the fans are just like, "Nah, bro, not today." But like I said, they take it very seriously. Fans
1: were mad at their own teams. Yeah, and it's it was just kind of cool because I feel like. I don't know if that would happen here if, I agree say, with you. the big franchises here tried to split away from the NFL to their own separate things. Um, so it was really cool that the fans got mad at their own franchises. Um, yeah,
0: like accountability. Was,
1: exactly, yeah. exactly. A really cool story about Definitely. how how soccer is in that nation's DNA and how this would have dramatically changed that.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. Holy and fully so dubs you want to uh let the people know what's going on with the twitch before we get out of here
2: i sure fucking do like birdie said in the intro we're down to one show a week but our first live stream is going to be tomorrow when this comes out thursday for the night of the nfl draft with me Bertleby and special guest Papa Dubs making his first appearance on Stone Sports as our senior draft analyst. Make sure to tune in on Twitch Thursday night for some good time, some good weed, and hopefully some entertainment for what's typically a dull event in casual fans' eyes. Uh, Twitch is Stone Sports Podcast, all one word, all lowercase. So come have a good time
0: with us on Thursday night. All right. Anything else you boys want to talk about before we get out of here?
1: Should be it negatory
0: all right well let's get the hell out of here thanks for listening to this episode follow us on all the socials it's instagram twitter and twitch as dub said and youtube it's all stone sports podcast peace peace peace